Welcome to Monkey Talk, brought to you by The Four Monkeys Wrestling We are festive with you today. The bald monkeys are back with you. Christopher's here. I'm checking my mic. It's good. I'm checking the captain's mic. I'm good, I guess. I think. I hope. He's good. The captain's good. And we have a very special guest from Action Wrestling. Straight from a festive-looking home there is the ace god himself, Eric Royal. My friend, thank you for joining us tonight. Yes, yes, or should I say, yay, yay. It, the pleasure <laughs> is all yours and it's mine as well. Glad to be here. It is the most wonderful time of the year, Agreed. as we all know, especially since we know the next time you see the ace guy, he's going to be challenging for the Action Heavyweight Championship for the first time ever, mind you. Mm-hmm. The first time, and it's long overdue, my friend, long overdue. You have been with Action Wrestling from the beginning, and finally you get to challenge for the coveted Action Championship, which has been in the hands of AC Mack since we've seen it appear. This is very true. AC Mack has been a dominant champion. And you know what? I'm not even going to lie to you. Ace Guy's going to keep it straight up with you. He really admires AC Mack because AC Mack is the type of champion that the ace god would be like because he does what it takes to keep that title around his waist and to keep them checks, that extra pay, lining his pocket. So Eric, the ace god Eric Royal gives AC Mack all the credit. He commends him so much, but now I think it's time that action wrestling and those fans of Tyrone, Georgia, it's time for them to see a new champion. And that man is the ace god. Well, I couldn't have put it better myself. I think we need to get a little bit away from the match for a little while, though. Just a little it's got, it, Just I don't a want it to get too tense in here. That's fine. That's fine. I don't want it to get too it's, tense. It's holiday time. Yes, let's, let's talk about festive and just reflecting on life and everything. Let's, let's do that, Christopher. You're on the right track. There we go. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. So let's start our interview where we start all of our interviews with our guests from the beginning. What was a young ace god like? Oh, well, uh, you know, the young ace god, he was, uh, he was a pretty active kid, pretty active kid. Ace god always, he grew up, you know, with his parents you know, they always taught him, you know, you are destined for great things. So go out there and be great at whatever it is you want to do. And, you know, sometimes, you know, there's one point Ace God wanted to be a football player. There's one point Ace God wanted to be a policeman. There's one point Ace God wanted to be a basketball player. But then Ace God found his true calling when he turned on the TV and he saw 
WWF wrestling. And he knew right then and there his calling was to be a professional wrestler. Who? So you turned it on. It's WWF. So we've, we've yes. gotten it. Okay, we've opened up the book of Ace God to find yes. out the beginnings. Chapter and in the one. beginnings of chapter, chapter one, one of Ace God That's is, right. the, is the Ace God finds, Chronicles. He finds WWF. Who is on that TV? Who is in that, I would hope, red, white, and blue ring of yes. WWF? Yes, red, white, and blue ring. Yes, that's what Ace God grew up on. Now, the, one of the first people that the Ace God saw was, I mean, you see me, you see it, I'm like, I got all these colorful, these bright colors on. First person Ace God saw on that TV was the Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah. He dig it. And then he saw the man with the face paint, the ultimate warrior running up and down the, the ring and running, shaking the ropes. And as a child, as a child, you cannot, you can't not take that energy from your house and start running around the house and have me run around the house. And then Ace God's parents are telling me to calm his little butt down. <laughs> so give, you know, so Ultimate Warrior was another. But as he got older and, I, and Ace God started to understand wrestling, the man that stood out for him in the WWF was none other than the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And that's Brett the Hitman Hart. So I got to ask, because Christopher is a big HBK fan from the okay. beginning. Shawn Michaels, Rockers, okay. you know, even when Marty Jannetty holding him back, I was still a big HBK fan. <laughs> Would you say you were not an HBK fan? Because it usually happens that people go, I'm either Brett the Hitman Hart or I'm HBK. I'm not. Mm. Well, you know, as a child, you know, you grow up and see – the Iron Man match was in Anaheim, California, which was just in Ace God's backyard, okay? Ace God grew up in the West Coast. WrestleMania 12 was right in his backyard right there. And for me growing up to be a Bret Hart fan, I didn't, Ace God didn't really have no problems with Shawn Michaels at that time, you know? But then as 1997 rolled around, and then you started hearing about the animosity and all that, I was, you know, I'm, I was on Team Brett. And I'm, I'm going to say I was on Team Brett in that whole situation. Okay. Um, Shawn Michaels, as a, as, a, as a performer, I mean, one of the greatest, you know, arguably the greatest. Um, but I was, you know, I was siding with my boy Brett. I had to side with Brett, you know. Okay, that's fair. I, I'll allow it. I'll yeah. allow it. We I mean, I was, still, I was still sitting there watching Shawn Michaels have these matches in 96, so it didn't matter. I was still out here watching him have these matches with Vader and the Bulldog oh, and Owen and uh, tagging with Ahmed Johnson to take on the smoking guns. See, so, you know, I, I, I watched it all, man. I, I was a wrestling fan. I'm a wrestling fan at heart, first and foremost. But yes, uh, I was I was definitely on Team Brett. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you well, made Christopher a little upset. I feel I'm I'm a little uneasy about it, but we're gonna continue anyway. It's okay, man. It happens. It happens. Hey, we can we can agree 
to disagree on things, but we can agree to disagree on things amicably. You know, there's no there's no animosity or ill will. I mean, they moved on. I mean, why why don't we move on? You know, true. And I wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of the ace god, so I I'm hey, good. Yeah, we're people good. People have and they, they Kobe. fail. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you get into wrestling, you fall in love with WWF, you, you find that it, you're you're passionate about it, but how do you go? I'm gonna be a wrestler. I'm gonna do it. You know, like I said, you know, the, the when you have a support system like the Ace God has, and they tell you that you can achieve anything that you want to achieve. When it finally hits you and, and you're like, you know what, I can do this. I've always wanted to do this. Let me go ahead and try it. I would say it was about 2006-ish. You know, I had just, Ace God had just made a, uh, a, a life journey to North Carolina. And he went to a pay-per-view, uh, Vengeance 2006. And he had just moved out here and went to that. And somebody had told him, in line, we're waiting in line to go inside. And somebody had told him that there was a, a, a wrestling school near in the same town that he was staying in. And so Ace God got home that night from the pay-per-view and emailed these people. Uh, CWF Mid Atlantic is who he emailed and um, got a message back. Couldn't find the place. <laughs> but then a couple years went by. Tried it again. This time, I, Ace Guy drove by the place to make sure he knew where it was at. And the rest was history after that. And here we are. So now you're, you're there. You, fi- you finally found the place. Found, found the place. It. Driving around. Driving around. <laughs> yeah. Driving around. Found the See, place. This is, you know, this is all during a time where we, right before we had GPS on our phone, we had to do MapQuest. Oh, so like getting the yeah, directions the out as you're driving. Well, yeah, so you, I mean, we all we all remember how how that went back in those days. So yeah. you, lost. you just plug it into your phone, you're good to go. But yeah, so so, yeah. so much easier now. Well, yes. you're you're there. So you said it was it was one close to you. Yes. When you actually got there, what was the experience like? You know, starting just getting in the ring. And like, of course, like I always want to know what was that first bump that you took? What was it like? Well, it's, it's funny because I like Ace Scott always did his research. Like, you know, you always hear about, Oh, well, you know, you go to training school, they're going to beat the, they're going to beat the crap out of you. They're going to stretch you and do all this, that, and the other. So, you know, I was already mentally prepared to, to handle, whatever they were willing to put on top of me. And uh, I guess they saw that and they saw that, okay, this kid is really dedicated. He really wants to do this. He has a good attitude. Um, Let's just, you know, let's just keep, let's just see how far we can push him. And uh, that first bump, it was kind of nerve wracking. I'm not going to lie to you, you know, because nobody's used to, nobody's used to falling down like that. And especially doing it constantly, especially like your first three months in, because that's all you're really learning how to do. But, you know, once you get it out, you got to make sure that, you know, that you do what they tell you. You tuck your head and, and 
you're not hitting the back of your head on the mat and bringing, you know, coming up all dizzy. So that has happened a couple times, you know, first starting out and you learn from it and you don't do it anymore. And then you learn how to bump <laughs> right. So, um, you know, I just, I, I've like, I remember sitting down and talking to uh, my trainer at the time and, just he was, you know, he. The one thing I got to give them credit for is that they were always upfront and honest with me. They were like, you. They told me right off the gate, like, you know, don't expect to make a whole lot of money out of this business, if not make any money out of this business. Um, you know, uh, if if it's something that you're looking to do, then yes, you can do it. But you know, this business will definitely take more than it gives. Um, and they just they, they laid it flat out. They lay, they were honest with me, and I think that's what really made me gravitate towards them. And you know, like, and not only that, but I felt like I've got some of the best training that around. You know, at the time, um, I, I trained with some of the a lot of good guys. You know, a lot of talented guys, and to help push the ace guy to where he's at today. So. Uh, I, I like reminiscing on the training days and the people that I trained with. It was a, it was definitely an experience that I won't ever take for granted, and I would never like take back at all. Nice. Is is there a a trainer that kind of stands out in your mind? If you want to drop names, you know well, that kind of you know is the is the one that you had the best connection with. You learned the most from. Well, my trainer, uh, my trainer, his name was uh, uh, Jeff Rudd. He went by the Gemini Kid, Coach Gemini. That's who uh, trained me, had a hand in training me. Also, uh, Roy Wilkins, uh, he had a hand in, in when I first started there training me. Um, I came up with guys like Andrew Everett. I came up with guys like Trevor Lee, Cameron Grimes. Um, so having those guys who are younger than me, you know, and I have to, you know, follow them and, and not, not necessarily follow them, but I see the potential that they have and the talent that they have. And I got to think to myself, well, I got to keep up with these guys because these I, I can just tell these guys are going to be something one day or do something, whether it's on TV or wrestling around the indies. But I feel like these guys are making some money off of wrestling. So yeah. that was always like my goal was always just try to keep up with them. Um, training with them, just they always help push me, man. Uh, and that's what I always try to look for too. Is like when you're training with somebody, when you're at a school, when you're training, like you want to be pushed to be better. You don't want to be handed anything because then you don't appreciate it as much as to if you really grinded towards and worked hard to get what you get what you deserve. And then once you get that and you achieve that goal, it's on you to take what you just earned and, and, and grow off of that. So a lot of times people will take what they earned and then it's like, okay, I'm cool. I ain't got to do nothing no more. I'm, I'm where I'm, I'm where I'm at. I'm, I'm comfortable. And for me, you know, there was times I, you know, there's times that you do get comfortable, but you're never really, really comfortable with where you're at. And like for, for myself, you know, I was never really comfortable with just, Hey, I got this goal. All right, I'm cool now. Nah, there's there's more. There's more I can do, you know. So that was always like being around people that that 
that help you do that is just only going to make you a better person and or a better person, a better wrestler, a better performer. And, and, and that's what I always seek out to try to do because then it, it looks good when I go out there and I'm performing and I'm doing what I got to do. Then it, it reflects good on the ace guy and where the ace guy trained at and who he trained with. So it just helps keep that name in a good light. Yeah. Now let's talk about, coming up good things happening uh over the last i believe it is let me check my notes here over the last four action wrestling events yes you are and correct me if i'm wrong you are four and oh sir you are four and oh sir i am i'm undefeated you you have had since the return of action wrestling uh, the last time before this all, you know, the whole pandemic happened and everything shut down. Ace guy's not going to lie to you. He took, he took a very, very, very bad loss. He was embarrassed by all those people in Tyrone, Georgia, and Matt Sells. And the Ace guy really took that to heart. He really took offense to that. And he really told himself that he is going to learn from that mistake and never let anything like that happen again. And so when Matt Griffin called the ace god, messaged the ace god and said, ace god, we're running, we're starting back up. We need you. We need the ace god. And the ace god said, Matt, ace god is ready this time. And you put any challenge you want in front of him, and he will conquer that challenge. You put Sugar Dunkerton in front of him, one of the best – uh, technical wrestlers out there today, a world travel wrestler, went overseas to get better, goes everywhere to get better. He stepped in there with the ace guy, and he got all wrestled. Then you put in there the one they call Manders, one of the most hard-hitting, toughest, roughest guys out there. And what did the ace guy do? He beat him at his own game. He Great did match. that. Great match. Then they bring in this young up-and-coming guy, the Hoodfoot, Mo Atlas. He's hot. He was on a roll. He was streaking. He's getting hot all over social media. He's, he's got all the drip. He's supposed to be the drip god. Then he stepped into the ring with the real drip god, and then he got laid out too. And then we take it to our last, the most recent match that the ace god had against another world traveler, a man who's actually traveled in the same circles. We've been in the same area, Anthony Henry. And for for this match to happen in Tyrone, Georgia, for this to be the first time ever matchup is a travesty. But the ace god took advantage of the opportunity, and he did what he did best. He got the W, he, and he showed you just why. The ace god rules, and which leads us to December 11th. Exactly. And, and if you people at home can't do math, that was four up and four down. That's right. In a matter of no time. And bangers only. Action wrestling. December 11th. Tyrone, Georgia. Mr. Christopher, he will be there again. Yes. The man below, the ace god, Eric. Eric Royal. You will be there. You are taking on the now reigning, I believe it's about a two-year reign, the champ, AC Mack. We talked to AC before. 
nice guy. Uh, you talked a little bit about AC earlier. I want to hear your thoughts on what it would mean to you to stand in the middle of that ring at the end of that match, holding that belt right over that gentleman. Well, like I mentioned before, Chuck, you know, there's no disrespect to AC Mack. He's been one hell of a champion. And you're right. It was about two years ago that he did win this title. And, you know, unfortunately, the ace guy wasn't even in the tournament. But that's another story for another day. Ace, ace God's time came. It's coming. And December 11th, the time will come for everybody to see a new heavyweight champion of action wrestling. And he will be the most drippiest, the most sauciest man around. He will be the name above all names. He will be the man that is worthy of all the praise. Mr. Ace Daddy Cool himself, the Ace Godzilla, Eric Royal. I've worked way too hard for this opportunity, December 11th. And I'm not going to let anybody, and when I say anybody, I mean anybody, stop the ace god from winning and retrieving something he feels like he deserves, and that's the Action Heavyweight Championship. First title shot, we're going to go one for one. We're going to bet a 1,000. AC Mack, great wrestler, great competitor. He's held the belt for this long because he's one of the smartest guys in the ring. But what's going to happen when he meets his match in the ring to somebody who's just as smart as him, somebody who's willing just to, willing to take a shortcut just like he is? Mm -hmm. I want to see when all the chips are down. And we talk about he's had some he's had some violent battles with Brett Ison. He's had battles with Trey Lamar, Austin Theory. He's everybody that's been put in front of him. He is mowed down. But now, AC, now you are stepping into the ring with somebody you have never stepped into the ring with before. Someone you're not used to. But the Ace God, Ace God does his homework. Ace God does his studying. The Ace God will find a way to become the action heavyweight champion and make history by dethroning AC Mack and the longest and the only heavyweight title reign in this company's history. I mean, now, Christopher, before we move on, before we move on, I, I have. I wanted to interject and just throw one, one little thing in here and get your take on it. Now, at one of the, the, the last action event, I believe it was uh, Ace, uh, AC against Trey Lamar, Lutha X came out and kind of seemed like he was back in AC. Are, are you afraid that there might be some collusion behind the scenes and are you afraid that there might be some sort of outside interference ace god has ace god he can fight through adversity this is no this is not an issue luther x you know he's 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 a new guy around action wrestling he's not a new guy around wrestling but he's a new guy around action wrestling so he's the new kid in town so what better way than to Buddy up with the champion, right? 
You know, I see his game, and I respect his game. But his game's not going to work against the ace guy because the ace guy knows how to play that game, bruh. Been doing it. Been around too too long to not know this game. So if they want to collude, that's all well and good. The ace god will find a way, like he always does, and prevail. I'm going to end the year way better than I ended it last year. And I will come into 2021 the champ. Holding that belt. So what I hear is motivation, right? You, 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 you talked about how the year ended last year and you were motivated to come back better. What else keeps you motivated? I, I know the action championship is a huge motivator, but as you go through your wrestling career, as you go through the trials and tribulations of becoming an independent wrestler and fighting for that spot, Whenever it's coming down the road, how do you keep going? What drives you? What drives the ace, God? Well, it's the easy answer is my family. That's what drives the ace, God, because if if I'm able to go out here and hustle and, and 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 grind and try to be the best person that I can be. And the people at home are seeing that my people at home are watching me do that. Then they'll understand the value of going after something that they're passionate about. You know, uh, I'm, I'm blessed to have a family around me that understands my dream and my goals. And, you know, I like lately uh, the past year, you know, I've learned how to make compromises and be more of a compromising person when it comes to my family and my relationships. But also, they know that, you know, my goal and my dream is to go out here and entertain and, and be the best wrestler that I can be and go out here and, and try to make a, man, make a name for myself out here in this world of wrestling. Because if if and another thing I got to give my family credit for is that if I wasn't if I wasn't good or I wasn't talented, I'm sure they would have told me, "Hey, you need to go ahead and just stop. Just give this it up." This ain't for you. Yes, <laughs> this ain't this ain't for you, Chief. They would tell me to give it up, and they haven't told me that to this point. So I'm I'm gonna keep pushing and I'm gonna keep grinding. So then I can, and you know, there's always. You always got these circle of people around as well that doubt you and, and, and want to throw salt on your name and sully you for reasons that are unbeknownst to you. So you also want to go prove them wrong as well. So, you know, like proving, proving people wrong has always been a big, 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 big deal of mine. Like I love doing it. I love like when people have egg on their face because they doubt me. Like, one of the biggest things for me is going out there and proving them wrong and showing them that, hey, whatever you think about me or however you feel about me, you can feel that way, but ain't, gonna, ain't nothing going to stop the ace God from, from what's rightfully his. So my family, uh, doubters, haters, and then just seeing your peers be successful too. You know, your friends that you come up with, seeing them successful also helps push me and motivate me as well because it's like okay I know they can do it I've seen them do it I've I've seen what it takes to do it 
So I got to keep grinding. I got to keep, I got to do this too, because I, I feel as a performer that I bring something different to the table than what a lot of the other people do. So that's why, you know, I'm still out here trying to grind, excuse me, still here trying to grind and push myself and try to get out and get seen as many places as I can. Yeah. That support system is often yeah. something that, that we talk about and with, with a lot of different talent. And yeah. we, can, we can hear it in, in your voice and we can see it in, in the presentation that you feel that support around you. Oh, yeah. And I think it helps you succeed. It actually helps you lift up yourself it does. every day to, to you know, challenge yourself to be a little bit better. It does. They, they love the ace God, even though they want to – they roll their eyes every time I – you know, refer to myself in the third person or yell out yay, yay, or talk about how great the ace God is. But, you know, they may roll their eyes, but they know deep down inside that it's the truth. So they can't, you know, can hate it or love it. You know, ace God's on top. So I'm going to try that for the next week. I'm going to just refer to myself in third person and see how it goes around the house. <laughs> I know in my house that wouldn't fly very well. <laughs> I'd be like, get the hell out of here. You got to pick and choose your spots. You can't just, you can't just bust it out. True. All the time. Yeah. True. Yep. Oh, Christopher's thirsty. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so you talked about family, uh, obviously a big support system. What else do you do outside of the ring? What kind of hobbies you have? I know we touched a little bit when I got to catch up with you and Tyrone about your love for basketball, but what else is the ace got into? Well, uh, obviously, Ace God is into video games. He loves playing some video games. Uh, big 2K guy. Uh, I'm still playing 2K20, NBA 2K20. I have NBA 2K21. Let's not get it twisted. But I'm just still on 2K20 right now. Uh, got other games, you know, play, play a little GTA sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. get on there. Tony Hawk a little bit. So, you know, I like to play some of the games and uh, – you know, my uh, my girlfriend's daughter, she loves Fortnite. Oh. And uh, the other day, she didn't – so I had to put her on game the other day. She didn't know Fortnite was uh, was based – the headquarters was based, like, literally, like, 15 minutes from where we live at. So she didn't believe me. So I had to put her on game. So yesterday we drove over there, and, and I got – we drove it over there to the headquarters, and she got to see the – Epic Games headquarters where Fortnite is at, and yeah, she was hyped ever since. So <laughs> yeah, so, so video I'm, games, you know, of course, uh, sports. Love watching basketball. You know, Lakers all day. Going to yeah. represent, re-signing everybody. LeBron signed an extension. AD Max extension. So we back up in there. We're going to try to repeat. Um, I could you share a little bit of the love? Because, I mean, you got – you're a Dodger fan too, I would assume. Yeah, winning the World Series, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you going to give us anything? Yeah, I mean... years. <laughs> so, you know, Dodgers, Lakers, and then see my football team, Seahawks. I'm a Seahawks guy. See, I'm, Ace God was born. Ace God was born in the PN Dub. So, my heart will always be in the Pacific Northwest. If the Sonics were a team again, Ace God would have another team. He'd be a Sonics fan too. So, you know, so it's just it's just right now sports year this year is looking real good. I don't want to you know jinx the Seahawks or anything. 
but I'm just glad they're I doing do. all right right now. <laughs> I do. I want to jinx the Seahawks left. I'm a Niner fan, so I'll jinx y'all. Oh, back. hey, appreciate that dub last week. We need y'all to beat the Rams. Y'all did it. We appreciate you. You're just, welcome. Just help us win a division, man. Just help us win a division. Yeah, that's y'all what I'm healthy, for. and then next year, you know, just we'll, we'll battle out, man. But you know, the yeah, sports and the movies. I love, you know, you know. I just love trying to like make my family laugh and make people laugh and be joyful and things like that. So, um, you know, Ace Guy's back in the gym as well. So that's also another thing that he enjoys to do. Uh, he enjoys working out and, uh, you know, just he's been on that training regimen lately. So he's just getting ready for December 11th and beyond, man. So, you know, those are pretty much uh, the, 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 the hobbies that Ace Guy likes to, to do. He, he also likes to play with his pets. He's got two cats and a okay. dog. So okay. he likes chilling with them and goofing off with them as well. But uh, what what is the uh, what is the Ace God's pets names? I'm I'm always curious how people name their pets. <laughs> okay, so uh, we have two cats. Now one of the cats, uh, they had the cat before uh, I met them. It was like literally a week before. You were so doing a lot of you're doing a lot of tap dancing, right? I am, now, right? I am, I am. <laughs> Their name, they so uh, they have a, one of the cats' name is Jack. Okay, we okay. have another we have another cat whose name is Smokey. Okay, and then um, we have a puppy, and his name is Jumbo Saruta. What? Jumbo, Jumbo Saruta. His name is Jumbo. I named him after Jumbo Saruta. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry, I thought I heard something else. <laughs> you did. I, I, I said his whole name. Yeah. So, but yeah, his name, his okay. name was Jumbo. Cool. Yeah. Why did you explain Jack so much? Like, what was the worry about telling Well, because, Jack? you know, his name is Jack, and I was like, I didn't name him that. I just want to let you know, I didn't, that wasn't his name when I met him. Or, I mean, it was his name when I met him, but I was like, I didn't name him that. I wouldn't. I definitely, if after meeting Jack, I would have definitely named him something else like Dennis. Because he's a little menace, like Dennis the Menace. Oh, my. Uh, I'm like, I, I, Christopher, I thought you were going a totally different way with that. And I was going to say, dude, you, your cat and your, your cats that you have have first names themselves. They do. Yeah. Pete yeah. and I, Frank. My cats, are, I mean, my cats are Pete and Frank. Pete and Frank, my dog, my sister's dog's name is Frank. Good name. Good yeah. name. Strong name. Yeah. My, my dog's name is Kiva. Okay. It's Irish. Gotta I get down. I had a parakeet once. The name was Shira. Are we, are we like just oh. doing random names at this point? <laughs> no, man. I, I really have a dog. You've oh, met the that. dog. <laughs> <laughs> you have met my dog. Anyway, let's get this thing back on track. Speaking of on else. track, when you're on a track, you're, dry, you're going somewhere. You're traveling. You might be on a train. You might be on a plane. You might be in a car. I sound like Dr. Seuss. But, Ace God, do you have any funny travel stories that you could drop on us that aren't too bad that, 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 that you're allowed to tell? Well, uh... There was this one time when we came back from Chucky, Tennessee, and um, it was me and then my my buddy uh, Donald J. Bitdon, and then another uh, 
buddy of mine, uh, Star Boy. He wrestled at uh, one of the action shows, uh, BK Westbrook. Um, we are we're all, and my girlfriend was with us too. And now, mind you, my girlfriend is pregnant. So, but she decided she wanted to come and check out the sights of Chucky, Tennessee. And so we were all like, I'm. I mean, okay. I mean, ain't much to look at there, but all right. So, you know, we went. She got to see it, and, you know, she pretty much was like, yeah, this was what I expected. So on the way back, you know, we put the GPS in to go home, and you're supposed to take us one way, but it's taking us around the mountain. So we're going around all these hills and bends and curves and, you know, that's making my girlfriend queasy and so, you know, motion sickness and everything. So then, you know, about halfway through the mountain pass, you know, she's like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm really craving some mac and cheese. So I'm like, all right, you know, we'll get, we'll find a place, we'll find the sheets, get you some mac and cheese. Get sheets. So my, my dumb ass walks in there, orders the mac and cheese makes the order for the mac and cheese and they're like we don't have any more we just have mac and cheese bites and me not thinking oh yeah that's fine she won't mind that so then get back to the car and I'm like oh yeah they didn't have any mac and cheese they just had mac and cheese bites she just breaks down starts crying and I'm just like what did I do I don't know I'm sorry I was like I I'm sorry, I don't know what I did. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll buy you some mac and cheese. But uh, I mean, that's one. I mean, that's one story. I've had many of stories where I've been to. Uh, last year, I went to uh, Massachusetts for Beyond, and it was me and another guy. And you know, I tried to Iron Man the drive. So you know, driving back from Beyond, I'm like, all right. I'm going to, uh, I had to, so I had a show in Massachusetts, I had the Beyond show, and then the next day, I had a show in Maryland. My uncle stays in D.C., so I was just going to stop there and stay there. And then the next night after that, I had another show. So, on the way to D.C., you know, I'm driving, I'm driving, and Buddy's like, hey, man, you all right? You good? I'm like, yeah, man, I'm good, I'm good. Start, whoop! Those drives, are, those long drives are hard. So anyway, driving, all of a sudden, <laughs> I thought the car was going to flip over, but we landed right back on the road. He's like, you good? And I was like, yep, I'm good. And then I just kept going. I stopped the car. I pulled out to see if anything was messed up, or luckily nothing was messed up, so everything was all good. Oh, my but, Lord. Yeah, there's just a lot of times like like we would uh, I'd I'd also do a little thing if I'm driving long like that and see I didn't do it this time because it was too cold. Um, it was in December up north, so I was like I'm not doing this. Normally I'll get out of the car if I'm dozing off. I'll get out and I'll do a hundred squats, and then I'll get back in the car and I'll keep driving. But it was too cold to do all that, and the heat in my car was feeling good. So yeah, but. I thank God that we made it here and everything is all good, but we made it. But yeah, it's just, there's a lot of different like stories. Like most of the most, for the most part for me though, like when I, when I'm done with the show, 
I try to get home as quick as possible. I, I, I don't really try to hang around too, too much. But, yeah, I just try to get home as quickly as possible. So I got to, you know, worry about anything else, you know, just get mm-hmm. home, get to my bed. Yes. And sleep till 2, eight, two in the afternoon. Depends on whenever I get home from that trip. But, yeah, it's, it's – uh, there's quite a, there's, there's, there's just so many. And then like, there's so many like road trips. It's like the stories just kind of, they all blend together. So, but I'm pretty sure if I see Christopher next Friday, I'm like, Hey man, there's a story I forgot to tell you about. And, uh, then I'll let him know, but. I'll get the recorder out. Don't worry. There you go. That, that, there, there's a book right there. Uh, 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 traveling stories of action wrestling and just uh, have it be the coffee table book. Oh yeah. You know, everybody don't have to say who who it was, just a whole whole bunch of stories. There was a there was a time speaking of Georgia, I remember WrestleMania was down there and uh we were uh, I was helping with a uh, a show. It was a uh, Dragon Gate like was like a co-sponsor of the show and I just remember I was on the highway, we were on the highway and all of a sudden we look up and I'm like Yo, is that a car on fire? And sure enough, this car just sitting on the side of the highway, just in, engulfed in flames. And I'm like, Been there. <laughs> like how? Like, oh my god! But and you just wonder. You yeah. just wonder. Yeah, exactly. I was driving on the New Jersey Turnpike uh, from Pennsylvania back to Connecticut one day. I see a big plume of black smoke, and I'm like, oh man, something's not good. Literally, just one car. One car. One, I think it was a, a like a, a new Volkswagen Beetle. One car just on the side of the road, and I mean this thing was toast. Oh, and wow. it's like how 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 does that even happen? Yeah, uh, yeah. This, you you just do start to wonder like how in the world? Yep. Like what were you doing in there? Was your car just to <laughs> get engulfed that way? So. <laughs> Let's get to the point of the conversation where we talk about some of your favorites. Uh, You talked about working out. Uh, People usually like to get, you know, hyped up when they're working out. What's your favorite music to listen to when you're working out? Well, that's a a good question because the Ace God is very eclectic when it comes to his musical taste. Uh, I pretty pretty much listen to whatever, like, whatever I feel gets me pumped, you know, Uh, I do this to a lot of hip hop. Uh, Kendrick Lamar is probably one of my top ten right now, or all time. So Kendrick Lamar, Schoolboy Q, J Cole, and then you got Sir, and then of course you got Rock. So like, I mean, I and like, I like some of like, like I'm a '90s kid, you know. I'm an Attitude Era kid, so like Corn and Limp Bizkit and Slipknot, so. We throw that stuff in there, and, uh, you know, I'm from the West Coast, so you always got to throw the West Coast hip-hop in there as well with some Pac and, and, and Snoop Dogg. And, mm-hmm. and but, yeah, I just – I would say for the for the general consensus, you know, I, I, it would be hip-hop, and then, you know, you might get a uh, – you might get Edge's theme song in there, 
you might you, you're probably gonna get Edge's theme song in there. Sorry, uh, <laughs> you're probably gonna get Batista's. You're probably gonna get Batista's theme song in there. You may get Evolution's theme song in there. Of course, you know John Cena's theme. So you know wrestling themes they get me pumped up too. So uh, those are some of the things that I like to uh, listen to while I'm working out. When I'm doing cardio, I like to listen to some podcasts. Uh, there's one with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. It's called All the Smoke. I like listening to their podcast. There's another one with uh, Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson uh, called The Knuckleheads. I like to listen to that one, too. Um, and, you know, sometimes I listen to clips from JR's podcast, but in, 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 in the wrestling podcast here and there, Hurricane Helms' podcast, I like listening to that bald, as well. Bald, bald Monkeys podcast. Bald Monkeys, of course, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm, you know, that just I just got put on that, so you know, I've been getting hip to that now. So, yeah, man, just uh, I, I, like with co- with with cardio, it, it's helped. I can kind of focus more on podcasts. I feel like and things like that. But like when I'm working out, like when I'm pumping iron, it's it's kind of hard for me to like listen to like just talking. Like I need yeah. some, like yeah, I need some mm-hmm. you know some oomph in it. So yeah. Most most of those podcasts are similar podcasts that I listen to when I'm actually making the drive to Action Wrestling right. down in Tyrone, Georgia. Yeah. So it makes the three hour drive a little bit easier, but yeah. it's all worth it in the end. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like everybody's got to have wrestling themes if they're if they're a wrestling fan. You always have to have a couple of wrestling themes on oh, yeah. like your 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 go to like pump you up playlist. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. My, my my I'm Rocky. Rocky. My, yeah. Rocky. Yeah, going the distance. I can put that on and just yeah, let's go, let's go. Yeah, my my top five wrestling themes to listen to would be uh, Metallicus, my ed- the Edges theme. Uh, I walk alone. I like listening to that one. Um, Slow Chemical, mm-hmm. Kane's theme. Kane. That's Finger a good 11. one. Um, of course, Stone Cold's theme. Like I just walk walk through the gym just with that in your head and just you know uh the broods theme song yeah it's pretty yeah. good and then you know since you know action wrestling is from georgia uh i like to put in there uh aj styles tna theme his second one not the first first one but the second one at the beginning where it's like get ready to fly that one mm-hmm. That one's pretty. That one gets me pretty pumped too. Like you, so, and then of course you know I name my dog. I name my dog Jumbo after Jumbo Saruta. Um, his theme song is actually pretty funky, and it gets me hyped up too when I'm like in there working out because I'm just thinking of him, just Larry people and giving people backdrop drivers and <laughs> drop kicking people in the face. So yeah, those 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 are the ones I rock with the most. Do you have a guilty pleasure that people might not think the Ace God's into? Whether it be music, artist, song? So, uh, Ace God does like uh, Justin Timberlake. He's a big Justin Timberlake fan. All right. Just, you know, game recognized game. JT's got it. Also, Ace God, he's not going to lie. One of his favorite songs is by Demi Lovato. Sorry, not sorry, because it's a slapper, because she's letting y'all know she's like, she's living her life, yo. 
she's sorry, but she's not sorry. Just let her do her, you know? So I would say that. And uh, I mean, I mean, that's pretty much it, you know? Uh, <laughs> not too bad. Not too know, bad. NSYNC, you know? I mean, because yeah. Justin Timberlake, so, you know, I'll be bumping that NSYNC, man. You know, bye, bye, bye. It's going to be me, you know, gone. Yeah, hey, you, know, you guys, if you looked at his Spotify, you'd be like, oh, he's he's very eclectic. So that's good. It's you have you have that culture to you. Right? Yes, it's a little bit of everything. So you mentioned having to stop at a sheets, and you mentioned trying <clears throat> to get some mac and cheese, and not making the mistake of not getting the mac and cheese or any type of mac and cheese element. Mm-hmm. What's the Ace God's? Meal of choice when on the road. Who? Let's see. Meal of choice while I'm on the road. It would probably have to be Taco Bell. Okay. And the yeah, order at Taco Bell is. Oh, you can't ask them that, man. They change their menu so much, it sucks yeah. now. Yeah, it, it'd probably have to be Taco Bell. Um. Because it's quick, you go in there. But if I'm up north, I'll stop at a Wawa and go get me something from Wawa. Um, but yeah, as far as fast food on the way home, it it'd be it'd be Taco Bell. Okay, that'd be the the safe bet. Get a Crunchwrap Supreme. There you go. They, you know? they still got that. Yeah. Sub and, chicken. Sub yeah, chicken. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Chicken Supreme, uh, soft taco. We good to go. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get back in the ring for a few questions. I want to know who's been your favorite opponent so far in your career. My favorite opponents. Okay, so you can name multiple. Okay, all right. So I will name multiple. Um, Fred Yehi is one. That's a good one. Um, and I, I'm I'm basing this off of stories uh not just one-off matches uh because if that was like i put matt sales on there but if 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 if, uh we're being honest that was all built up for just one match you know and we built the story up around that one match and then the match happened oh i i I enjoy that match i would love to wrestle matt more if i did then he might make it on this list but, you know, wrestling Fred three times and just having those three grueling matches and doing, you know, telling the story with him. So I would say Fred. Um, also, I'd say Logan Easton LaRoe uh, is a guy that I think he was down there in Alabama at Action uh, Act, uh, uh, New South. Action. New South. New South. He was down there at New South not too long ago. Uh, Logan Easton LaRoe, I have a, a, a couple matches with him. Just really easy to work with and – you know, uh, for me, it's just the crowd, man. Like, the way that the crowd reacts to your match, if you have, ever have a chance to go back and watch me versus him um, from the show, it's called Nova Project 3. Uh, it's on IWTV. We're in the main event. But if you ever get a chance to go back and watch that match, it's like the crowd The crowd vibes, are just they just help make that match even bigger than what it was. And, 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 and that was another one. Um, I'll 
also I'm gonna start coming back home now. Uh, a lot of a lot of the guys that are, uh, are my favorite opponents are you know, pretty much I grew up with. Uh, Roy Wilkins I mentioned earlier. Um, uh, another buddy of mine, his name is Chet Sterling. He doesn't wrestle anymore, but he was also one of my favorite opponents. Uh, Rick Converse, who actually when I first the story I told you about when I first heard about CWF. He was the champion. He was like the man, and actually getting to wrestle him a few times is really pretty cool. Um, but I say my favorite opponent, hands down, has got to be uh, Trevor Lee, Cameron Grimes. Um, hands down, my favorite opponent. Uh, the, 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 the dude just has it all, man. And like I said, I've known him since he was 14 years old, and for him to – to see him grow into what he is now as a, as a, not only as a, as a performer, but as a person to see him grow is just a beautiful thing to see. But just like, you know, people always talk about our matches that we had, you know, when pretty much when he became the guy, but mm -hmm. I've been wrestling him since I first started training. Like one of my first matches that I got a lot of praise for was me and my partner, Andrew Everett, who's also another one I put on that list. He's on that list as well against um, Trevor and his partner at the time. And then the chemistry was just there, you know, and he's 14, 15 at the time, two years in, and I'm a year in. So really, you know, we're all, we're still kind of learning together. And uh, for him to like start training with us. And then just, like I said, he helped push me. I helped push him and, just the matches that we had, you know, just I, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And um, then another one, uh, I'll name one more, like one more that helped mold, kind of helped mold the ace god into, you know, kind of helped start him off in that mold into what he's become now. As a guy, his name is Ray Kandrak. Um, he was a guy that I had a, a feud with when I first started uh, wrestling. Uh, especially out here in North Carolina. He was, like, the first, like, major feud that I had. And we were kind of, like, brought up together because we were, like, the same size, kind of the same styles type of deal. And he had this real menacing look. So he was just, like, the natural-looking badass heel. And I was just, at the time, this super white meat baby face. And we just kind of just – it was just, just kind of like fate. And uh, but I would say like 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 him helping mold me into like being like you know helping me get started to help form who the Ace God is now, and then everybody else kind of you know plugged themselves on in after that. But as far as like my opponents, I would those are probably the safest the people I would say that are my favorites because like I said like the stories that we've told together and just the chemistry that was, that we ended up building with each other and, and going out there. Like I can go out there with any one of those guys now and not have to worry about anything. We just go out there and tear it up and, and people would go home happy. So. I love that answer. I, I love, I love that answer because you didn't name guys for one moment. You name yeah. guys because of what built up to probably right. moments. Right. The idea that you, you were building, and we love the word story. We love talking yeah. about story because yes. it's, it's, it's a, it's a lost sense. art, yes. I feel like, 
in some of, some of the wrestling areas. It's a lost art. I, but it's, I feel like there's a rebirth going on right now. We're seeing a lot more of it. And I think it's important for people to, to focus on. It's not always just about one big spot or one big moment in the ring. It's what gets you there, what leads you to that moment. You're, you're absolutely right. You're abs And that's my, like, that's always been my philosophy personally is like, I, I want to tell you a story. Like I want to go out there in my match and tell you a story to whereas the point is, you know, we may not go out there and do all the crazy flips and do all the crazy moves, but I want to get you emotionally involved enough to where you're like, you know what? I really like that match. And I want to see what's going to like, like there's, there's something that you didn't get out of the match yet, but you want to see it in the next match. And so it's like, you don't want to, it's like playing poker or, you know, like you don't want to put all your, you want to play your best, you put all your cards out there right away. You know, you kind of like, you want to be able to put good stuff out there, but you don't want to show your hand right away. Cause if you show your hand, then it's like, okay, this is what this person does. Now you go to every show and you're doing that same thing. After a certain amount of time, it's going to get redundant. If you mm -hmm. don't add anything to your arsenal, or you just add, and not even adding anything to your wrestling arsenal, just adding anything to your character, adding anything to just, just finding a little thing that will help change your character up just to help it evolve, you know. That's, that's always the thing that I'm striving for. Um, because I got moves out the yin yang. I can do a whole bunch of moves, like, but if 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 I do this one move and it gets no reaction, then why am I doing the move? Because I think mm. it's cool. Because <laughs> obviously the crowd didn't the crowd didn't care. You know what I mean? So you gotta you got it's, it's a trial and error. You gotta find those moments to be like, okay, I can use. I like this move, but maybe I shouldn't use it here. Maybe I should use it at this point or you know so that's and that's always the one thing about like being a performer because a lot of times you know people will come back to the back and they'll be all hype and excited and no and meanwhile people are like yo man did you see what they did out there that was that was terrible like why did they do that it make no sense you know and then they'll come back to the back and then do you know those people like you know the people that come back to the back and don't say anything, they just feel like, hey, you know, my match was killer. I did all this cool stuff. But if if you're not asking for advice or asking for critiques, then you like sometimes you feel like you're already oh, you already know what you're doing then. Like then we don't need to tell you nothing. Mm -hmm. But if you come back to the back and you you know, you hear the crowd, you know, they may be biting off your stuff and then you come back to the back and you know, somebody's like, Good job, and you're like, appreciate it. What did you think? Is there anything I can work on? Anything I need to improve? And then they're like, if they're like, no, I mean, not really. And then, if, or they're like, yeah, you could have done this better or that better. And a lot of times, too, as a performer, you'll know when you're out there, like, I could have done that better. And then you go back on camera and you see, it, like, yeah, I definitely could have done that better, you know. So it's also being true to yourself as well. And a lot of times, a lot of guys in this business aren't true to themselves. And we have to be true to ourselves because then you're only going to cheat yourself and then you're cheating the people out there that are paying, well, you know, paying the money to, to come to the shows when, you know, they do come, you know, mm -hmm. so. Well said. Mm -hmm. Well said. 
Chuck, you got any favorites before we move on? Uh, let's see. I got, I got one that I thought of uh, earlier. Uh, what's your favorite movie that you could watch over and over again? Oh, Avengers Infinity War. Nice. Thanos, like, the Ace God, uh, if you, he, he takes some of uh, Thanos' characteristics because, you know, he kind of likes how he kind of functions in that movie. But uh, Avengers Infinity War is definitely one of them. Nice. Is there a, a TV show? You, 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 you come home, you sit on your couch. What, what, what's a TV show that you can just pop on and just watch a marathon for hours? Oh, easy. The Office. <laughs> the Office. All day long. I'm doing the Office. Right now. My, my, my girlfriend, she... She don't, I don't say she hates it, but at first she was like, no, no way. And then one day we're sitting there watching it and Michael says, uh, Michael says this line where, you know, he's talking about, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not superstitious. I'm, I'm a little stitious. And when he said that, you know, we're sitting there like, like paying no mind, whatever. And when she heard that, she just started busting out laughing. And I was like, <laughs> see, I told you. You need to watch The Office. Like, you missing out. So, we're trying to get her on for it. They take it off Netflix. We're trying to get her on so, so she can watch it and, you know, and enjoy it as much as I do. Nice. You have to I'm jump good. on the, uh, you're going to have to jump on the Peacock when they, when they move it over from yeah, Netflix we, to Peacock. We got the HBO Max now, so we're checking out Ooh, Fresh Prince. Hey now, hey now, Ooh, HBO Max. Uh, yeah. did, did you watch the, Fresh Prince reunion. Not yet. Not so yet. Good. So I, good. I've only heard good things. So I have so not good. watched it yet. But because I'm not ready to cry tears to see uh, the OG Aunt Viv on there. I know I'm going to cry some tears when I see her, man. Like, no disrespect to the other Aunt Viv, but the, the first Aunt Viv, that's, that's my Aunt Viv. You know? Yes. You know how they asked the HBK or Brett? They're like, uh, second Aunt Viv or first Aunt Viv, I'm definitely first. I'm on team Aunt Viv number one for sure. Yep, I would. I agree. Yeah. All right. One turn back the clock question before we get to the biggest question of the night. We've asked you this question before, but it's okay. We're going to ask you again. But before we get there, I'm going to turn back the clock, and you're going to be able to talk to the 10-year-old Ace God. You're going to be able to give the 10-year-old Ace God advice. What are you telling him? I'm telling him, don't grow up. Don't grow up. It's a trap. And if you do, <laughs> build a time machine and then skip right past 2020. Okay? If, or build a time machine, move forward in time to see what's going on, and then go back in time to fix everything, and then you'll be rich, and then you won't have to do anything. Oh. There you now go. Scheming. But don't grow up would be the main thing. <laughs> I like it. I like yeah. that answer. I love the time machine answer, though. We've. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I, I like that because, I mean, it's it's like, come on. Would, isn't that what you would do? Like, come on. And now you yeah. go. I mean, you got to think about it. How did I get to talk to my 10-year-old self in the first place? <laughs> true you're in the time machine true. to get there yeah yeah so oh. this is a christopher nolan movie in the works right here y'all like <laughs> this is the 
this is the ground floor. This is a brainstorming session. Let's get Christopher Nolan in here. Go back in time to your 10-year-old self. Don't grow up. <laughs> now, now, uh, are you are you team Back to the Future with a DeLorean or team Bill and Ted with the phone booth? I know everybody's team Back to the Future, okay? Like, a lot of people are. But when Ace Guy was growing up, when he was a child, he saw Bill and Ted more predominantly than Back to the Future. So there's nothing wrong. Like, I ain't no, no disrespect. I would love to drive that DeLorean. But, I mean, come on. I get in a phone booth and I could just go to any time. I got to I gotta turn no car on or nothing or – press is going in and, and I'm, I'm Bill and Ted. I, I, I'm going, I'm going off the grain. I'm going Bill and Ted. I, as much as I love back to the future. Yeah, man. I am totally on Bill and Ted. Wild totally. for life, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I love it. Well, we're here. We're at the final question. Now, I know, I know, I know. And people, people at home, the millions watching the millions. on Twitch and at home, if they saw Christopher's quick hits with you from one of the last action shows, they already know the answer to this question. That's right. But for the other million of people that are watching now that did not get to see that, but you can, if after you watch this, you can go over to our YouTube, do a little thing, slash the bald monkeys, go watch it. But you're going to get your answer right now. And a question is, are you team double stuff or are you team single stuff Oreo cookies? I, Eric Royal, am team double stuff. Okay? Now, the way to do it, though, is you take two double stuff. You take the cookie off one side of one double stuff. You take the cookie off the other side of the other double stuff. You put those two together, and then you got the the super double stuff. And I mean, come on, man! Like that's heaven right there. They tried to do that with the mega stuff, but it wasn't the same. Nah, it's not the same. Like everyone noticed you that, right? Like it's like, okay to do that with double stuff. Yeah, I don't want to take stuff. my like. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want them to make my mega stuff for me. I want to make my own mega stuff because right. if you get the mega stuff Oreos, they'll probably try to skim you on some of that that cream in the middle. You see what I'm saying? But if you get mm -hmm. the original double stuff, you're gonna get when you do your super double stuff cookie, you're gonna get all the cream that you want in there, and then it's it's gonna be better. It's gonna be better. So, truer words have never been said. Exactly, and and, and just in case anybody's knowing, that's the right answer. So, yeah, that's, right. that's the right answer. That's right. And then you take it, you dip it in some milk, take a couple of them, put them in like a little glass of milk, crush it up, and eat it like it's a cereal. Mm -hmm. You got Oreo milk. This crazy yeah. guy over I here. Know doesn't like his Oreos with milk. I don't, I don't know what's going on with this guy. I don't. I don't. Hey, I, I apologize. I, I, I apologize to anybody that eats their Oreos with milk. 
but I, I'm just not a big – first, I'm not a big fan of milk in the first place. Like, I, I, I mean, now we're going back to a little Chucky childhood. My mom and my dad used to make me drink the damn milk every night at dinner. Oof. And, like, every morning, I ha- and I was just like, it got too much. It, too much. Too much. I'll have yeah, it every I'm, once in a while, but. I'm an almond milk guy, so. Ooh. Yeah, I don't, I don't really drink regular milk either. We, we've actually completely cut milk out, and we use half and half for everything. Oh, okay. So, like, my daughter has cereal. She puts half and half. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. It, 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 I, I, she doesn't, and she, she's picky. She's very picky. And if she doesn't notice a difference and is, like, cool with it, I'm like, hallelujah. Yeah. I'm fine. Do whatever you want to do. I will buy we. I will buy you half and half every week. <laughs> I'll buy you all half and half you want. <laughs> Just eat this food, please. <laughs> yes. Well, Ace God, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for revisiting the conversation with the bald monkeys. Yes. Where can everybody go find the Ace God out there in social media world? Christopher, Chuck, it's been a pleasure. And you can find the Ace God on all swole you know, the main social media platforms. You can find him on Instagram at Ace underscore Royal 11. You can find him on the Twitter machine at Big Eric Royal. And then you can find him on Facebook at Eric Royal on Facebook as well. So you can check out all those. I update mainly, I update the Instagram and the Twitter um, with content. So, you know, the more followers and people that see the Ace God stuff, the more stuff I'll put up there. Uh, but those are the main ones. I do have a YouTube page, uh, Planet of the Ace YouTube page. I got a couple highlight videos up there and the promos. So there will be more added to that uh, later on as well. I mean, you never know. After this gets posted, you know, I may add this onto my the A Planet of the Ace page as well. So y'all be official like a referee's whistle up in here, man. So, Look at that. Yeah, so uh, you can find me there. And obviously, you will see me uh, next Friday, December 11th, at the Tyrone Action Sports Arena. And then after the night is over, they're going to name it to the Planet of the Ace Arena because I will be the action heavyweight champion of the world and especially Tyrone, Georgia. And they won't be calling Matt Sales the favorite son. They won't be calling AC Mack the favorite son. They won't be calling Bobby Flacco the favorite son of Tyrone, Georgia. They're going to be calling the ace god the favorite son. And then maybe, just maybe, when the ace god does win the title, then, when Matt Griffin wins for office again, he may actually win because he has somebody with the clout and the power and the presence of the ace guy to help him get to that next level. Ladies and gentlemen, the ace god. Check it out. Action Wrestling, December 11th. Tyrone, George, I believe there's still tickets out there. If you can't catch it, 
Keep an eye on IWTV. I'm sure it'll be out there. Use that promo code action. Go check us out on the Bald Monkeys podcast that is on YouTube. Everything is the Bald Monkeys. You can find us on Twitter, YouTube, right here on Twitch. We're everywhere. We're easy to talk to. And we are happy to bring you all this independent wrestling and support those that need our support. Ace God, thank you for your time. Everybody else out there, have a good night. We'll see you next week with two more guests on the Bald Monkeys Podcast. Yay, yay! Find the Ace God, Eric Royal, on Twitter, at Big Eric Royal. On Instagram, Ace underscore Royal 11. Facebook, at Big Ace Royal. And check out his YouTube channel, Search for Big Ace 51. Visit IWTV.live today to watch these great action wrestling events plus numerous other archive shows from action and other great independent promotions. Use code ACTION for a free five-day trial. Don't miss out. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Bald Monkeys. Watch us live on our new Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash The Bald Monkeys.